I'm Tyler. Litolani. Dennering. I'm Connery. There was no danger at all. Hanson. <laughs> and I'm Taylor. I want to go home and rethink my life. McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, <Hey>. Taylor's here. <laughs> Despite wanting to go home because <laughs> I asked him to be on a podcast. <laughs> um, just don't take any death sticks with you. Th- those are Connery's. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mad when they're gone. What part of addicted don't you understand? <laughs> I mean, everything? He's a bit of a sleazebagano himself. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is the franchise of podcasts where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes little Annie is nine years old. <laughs> Other times he's 19 years old. How old is he supposed to be in the first movie? 12, maybe? Do you know nine. Nine? nine? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But now he's supposed to be 19. Yeah. 10 years have passed. Therefore, implying 10 years have passed. We're mm-hmm. talking about Star Wars Episode Two: <laughs> Attack of the Clones. The George Lucas's follow-up to the uh, hit Phantom Menace that everybody loved equally. Nobody had a single complaint. There really wasn't. Everyone who thought they had a complaint turns out they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have a podcast, because we are the qual- qualified ones to talk about these things. Nobody else. Yeah, we get to have the real opinion. Just like our, our idol himself, Palpatine, who also has a podcast. I love democracy. <laughs> Especially when he returns. Yes. Because the dead speak. But we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about Attack of the Clones. Dead speak. When Palpatine is just rising to power, uh, much like this podcast, I guess. You know, we 100, are. 120 episodes in, we're <laughs> rising to, right power. to power. <laughs> We've been on the rise for 120 <laughs> episodes now. Until we hit our Revenge of the Sith uh, peak and just disintegrate. <laughs> and what then makes you pe- think we're the Jedi? My <laughs> beautiful Republic fails. Um, <laughs> Republic of Podcasting sounds like a very bad, like... It's like a whole, like, network thing. Yeah, that also is, has, like, beer on tap and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Has beer on tap and really like bad opinions and takes on things. <laughs> and Taylor's just staring at me. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Attack of the Clones, everybody. Dun, we dun, love dun, it. Dun, you dun, love dun. it. Lama Sue loves it. Um, Coleman Trebor loves it. All of our favorites. All of the favorite Jedi's you didn't know about. <laughs> Lama Sue's not a Jedi, but it's okay. <laughs> this was my whole experience watching the film with these two audience. I was like, "Hey Taylor, who's that guy again?" And I was like, and then we were both like, "Oh, that's Coleman Trebor at the same time." Yeah, I was like, Pretty "Oh, much. of course, it's Coleman Trebor. How like, could I forget?" He's like, "Oh, that's Shock T." I'm like, "That's Luminara and Dooley. We're good. We're good. We got this. Yeah, Every, everything's good. We know everything." <laughs> um, but before we talk about the movie, we have to do our usual segment of what's new. <laughs> Thank you on your space guitar, Connery. No worries. On your uh, what's a what's a uh, Slitherhorn? <laughs> Slitherhorn's a space a Star Wars instrument. Yep, that's what Figrin Dan plays. Uh, stay stay in there, everybody. Stay in there. Connery's the normal one. Bear with <laughs> us. Uh, that's almost a quote. Uh, I hate when he does that. There you go. <laughs> Con- why does Connery feel like I'll be the death of him? <laughs> You are the Anakin to my Obi Wan. <laughs> this is the part where Jacob Padilla goes, "Get on with it." Yes, get on with it. Uh, this is our usual segment where we just talk about anything new that we've been watching, listening to, anything at all. Anything. Connor, what's new with you? What's new with me? So I saw The Northman last night, mm. and that was I enjoyed a great deal. Mm-hmm. Did you and Lily also see that the same night? I was. We did. What do you think? Uh, I feel like I'll save it till next episode. Okay, word. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. I saw saw it with uh, past and impending guests Geronimo Moran, Jacob Padilla, and Jose Ibarra. We had a blast. Yeah, it's a cool movie. It was intense. What did you like about it? I enjoyed the very intense revenge story that it was. It was 
I like the visual a lot, lot of it. I like the whole like king tree. I thought that was really cool. And whenever they flew, were flying to Valhalla, I thought that was nice too. Um, what else? I liked some of the like the mythical stuff too. Like when he fights the Draugr, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that the blade literally couldn't be unsheathed unless it was nighttime or at the gates of hell. <laughs> like other people try to unsheath it and they can't. Like that's cool. This is cool. Yeah. I'm saving my discussion because there is a uh, another lava fight. Yes, there is amongst both movies. That, see, that's smart. I should have thought of that. So mm-hmm. uh, I almost texted you before, being like, "Let's save it," but then I didn't. So. You didn't. Well, I have another one anyway. So. <laughs> My other what's new is that I decided to take a leap of faith because, you know... You watched Assassin's Creed movie? I watched Assassin's Creed. (laughs) 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 That would have been a good segue, though. But uh, I decided to take a little leap of faith, and um, I've been wanting to play a and d game for some time, but it's really hard to get our friends together because we're all very busy people, or at least most of my friends are. (laughs) And so I decided, like, oh, I'll try the I'll try the Discord D and D thing. We'll see if that works out for me. And it did. And I'm in a, I'm in a group now. By the time this episode comes out, we're like three three weeks in. So, uh, how's it like Discord with friends, or you found like a group online? Or I what? found like a group online, mm-hmm. which I'm like, these people all seem really cool. So yeah. How's the story going? What are you? What are you doing? What am I doing? I am a human rogue named Hal. <laughs> Hal Caper. <laughs> You're not the boss of me no. now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not so big. You're just a stressed out father in like a. Yeah. No, I'm going for more of a Daniel Craig and a Knives Out kind of vibe for him. Oh, He's okay. more of a detective than a thief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to be talking in a very like Savannah accent, and it's going to be very fun. <laughs> like, you're going to sound like Kevin Spacey in that Call uh, of yeah. Duty game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Daniel Craig in Knives Out. Yeah, Kevin Spacey in the Call of Duty game. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Not not from a House of Cards, but from Call no, of Duty Advanced. That Warfare. one, yeah, <laughs> where we've discussed this on a on we, a different episode. Um, I'm gonna put those on our Twitter. Please do <laughs> just videos of CG Kevin Spacey. Yeah, you can do that for our, our third people. Gundam episode. Yeah, you played that game, Taylor. Yeah, I did, and it's really bad. It's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Is it better than Infinite Warfare? I don't know. Okay, I <laughs> didn't touch that one. But yeah, that's what's uh, new with me. I don't want to give anything away for, I don't know, who knows, maybe I gave them the name of this podcast and they're listening to it and they're then they might learn my character's secret because he has a secret. Oh, so you want you don't mind spoiling the Northman, but you don't want to spoil your own character. Well, of course, that's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they don't watch the movie, it's their fault. Yeah, it's their fault. If you haven't watched it in a two days, it's been. I guess this ep- this act- episode's actually coming out like a month from yeah, when we like, recorded. Literally, I so, can spoil the Northman. Everyone will be like, "Oh, the Northman." <laughs> I don't remember well, what do that even to, is. I did just see the Batman a month after it came out <laughs> for the second time. Yeah, mind you, but uh, yeah. Taylor, do you want to go first, or should I go first? You can go. Okay. Tyler, what's new with you? What's new with me? I recently, uh, a long time ago, <laughs> I did not I did not time that out. <laughs> like, I did not plan for that. At a galaxy. It was a galaxy far, far away. Uh, I got this, like, Star Wars, like, whatever, vintage classic pack mm. of video games uh, when it was on sale, and I was playing, I played Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Ooh. the game where you get to play as Jango Fett. Um, before Attack the Clones. So it's between Phantom S and Attack the Clones. Yeah. Uh, Count Dooku himself puts out like a bounty for the, for his like former apprentice mm. who's become like a dark Jedi cultist lady. Okay. And uh, runs this scary drug cult. Um, <laughs> and it used to frighten me a lot as a child, the Bando Gora, because they're just like 
they're just like shadows of people Ugh. and they just run around and like smack you and it's it freaked me out a lot as a kid. But uh yeah, you take up the bounty um and if you win you get paid a, a lot of credits. That's good. And then it's also just the backstory of how Django Fett became the template for all the clones, oh, okay. basically. But uh, yeah, you get to play as Bounty Hunter as as Django Fett, and you get to collect bounties and stuff. It doesn't really you don't really get to like buy anything with the credits, oh. which is kind of a bummer. But yeah, this game came out in like 2002 or something, so oh, okay. it's quite old. But yeah, they remastered it like I don't know five years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it still looks like a PS2 game, but just like a little less rough around the edges. But That's good. It's very uh, it's very fun. You get to just shoot everybody with your dual blasters. You get a jetpack. You get a sniper rifle, rocket launcher, just a bunch of stuff. Brilliant. You get to break into a big prison, um, like a giant space prison, where it tells you the origin of where he got his ship. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Solo for Jango Fett <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, there's 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 some good planets in it. And uh, besides that, I read. The Dark Empire Trilogy. Oh, wow. <laughs> a graphic novel collection f- from the writer Tom Tom Veitch, I think. Tom Veitch. Who, what, that I borrowed from our very own guest, Taylor McLaughlin, three years ago. Ooh, <laughs> quite a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, he's like, hey, can you uh, give me that comic book back? And you say, no, I'm not done with it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. But we haven't seen each other in three years, so that's part of it, too. Fair yeah. enough. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's basically, uh, it's not canon anymore, but it's another Star Wars story where it takes, I think it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi and mm. the Emperor comes back. A lot of it basically is in, uh, they use they use like the scraps and bits in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Where it's like, oh, the Emperor's come back and clone bodies and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. So that's where the, the, that original story comes from. It's from this story. Um, how, how come they can't think of a new bad guy? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, even then, like, reading this comic, I'm like, ah, like, even now, I don't really like Palpatine coming back. And he just kind of, like, he comes back in a young body, and he's very powerful, and, like, Luke becomes his apprentice, because Luke thinks he can, like, destroy the Empire from the inside. Wow. But he gets, like, too hooked to it, and, like, Leia has to save him and stuff, and... There's a lot of uh, almost forced dyad-y type stuff in, in this book as well. So they just really mined this for, for a lot of ideas in, in episode nine. But gotcha. Um, the art style I used to and I read it like years ago. I didn't I didn't like it that much. It's very stylized, but mm-hmm. now I, I really like this style. It's very much like not what you would like I just think of like the Marvel Star Wars style or something where yeah. it's just like a little bit there's nothing wrong with it. It's just very much like, oh, you can see everything. It looks clean. And it's yeah, it looks very clean and this mm. is very like stylized and like different colors and stuff like that. Nice. So um yeah, I really I enjoyed it quite a bit. What I realized is that it's really plot heavy and there's not very much character development. Yeah. Um, which I'm yeah. So it's not great for that, but as a comic it's still very Fun to watch, fun to read. Not to mention it has Ud Banar in it. <laughs> it does have Ud Banar. He's just a tree Jedi. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a tree Jedi that explodes. <laughs> yeah, it does have a Jedi named Ud Banar who's a tree man. He's basically like Groot, and uh, he captures. They think it's just a tree, and one of the dark Jedi gets mm. captured by him, and then he just explodes <laughs> with force energy, and then they're like, "Oh, look, a little Udbanar grew," and it's just so it's like the same thing so with Groot. It's Groot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, but even down to just a lot of things, like they say, Supreme Leader, Supreme Commander, in this. There's a lot of other. I took pictures of other things that are similar to the sequel trilogy. Okay, that they mined for even uh, certain things. The Last Jedi. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll come back to it. Tight. 
But yeah, now Taylor has that book back in his possession. <laughs> yeah, and now he has another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he'll get it back in three years. Exactly. I, I traded the ancient Jedi texts for... Uh, Taylor's my own private Jocasta new. <laughs> if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. <laughs> that yeah, she's a she's she's a librarian in this movie. Everybody, mm-hmm. okay, Taylor, what's new with you? Uh, not much. I mean, uh, I think last game I played was uh, Uncharted. The I replayed the Uncharted series. Oh, so, nice. Bum, 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 um, finally, bum, went around bum. and played The Lost Legacy. Oh, Lost Legacy is really good. Yeah, good, good, good sh- short storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good expansion of Uncharted Four, especially. The you know the different characters Nadine and Sam Drake. Yep. So yeah, I I, I, I was big fan of Naughty Dog games. So Mm. had a lot of fun with that. And then uh, I watched the Batman finally this week. And what'd you think? I I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I definitely thought at times some of the lighting in the movie was not where I would put it. Like it was too dark at times, where you couldn't really see stuff. And I mean, I know it's Batman. You're supposed to. He's the dark. dark. (laughs) <laughs> but um, sometimes I think it took away from the movie a bit. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and um, that DP, uh, why am I spacing on his name right now? But he he uh, uses a lot of, oh, Greg Fraser. He uses a lot of, like, very, like, one-source lighting. So, so much of that movie is very, like, oh, like, half their body's lit. Because oh, okay. the, body, the light's on the side of their head. It's mm. There's not, like, a lot of top lighting. There's not a lot of backlit stuff. On the characters. See, I'm kind of a fan of that. I always like like heavy shadow like that. Yeah, I, d- I do like it. I could see uh, the second time watching it in theaters, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, uh, I-, I could see how this could be annoying, but I still en- enjoy it personally. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's also a similar... Because you saw on HBO Max too, right, Taylor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like one of those things like with Solo. <laughs> what, like one of those things with Solo where everyone's like, oh, it's too dark, I can't see. And it's like one of the... It's like, oh, like the projector isn't clean enough. Like it's not... Like the bulb isn't bright you enough. Didn't clean the lens. <laughs> well, it's more so like just having like the it's the bulb isn't uh, bright enough in like some projectors and theaters and um, seeing it at home as well. Just it's just something like uh, look, I'm not like the authority authority on this obviously, <laughs> but it's something where it's like oh, if you want to do a really dramatic look in a movie, especially nowadays, I guess you do need to compensate for how people watch it at home. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I, I I'm not even I'm just I'm speaking for you, Taylor. I don't know if this is a, like that's what you're thinking but i just that's my personal thoughts on it where it's just like oh if a movie's really dark it's even harder to see if you're like yeah i mean at I'm, not, home, I'm, not, I'm not really sure um just because obviously i didn't see it in theaters like mm-hmm. maybe it would have been different seeing seeing it in theaters um it's pretty dramatic in theaters <laughs> yeah i just thought you know like I, th- I i overall i thought it was a good movie i just thought some of the lighting sequences yeah could have been a little bit more bright just so you can actually see what's going on for sure yeah i even realized like the second time i like the first time Connor, you're there. We watched it in IMAX, like mm-hmm. the only true IMAX theater, and uh, puts pushes <laughs> glasses, yeah, push glasses up, yeah, at uh, City Walk. Uh, the second time I watched it, uh, the Valencia Regal Edwards theater with my parents, Beautiful. and uh, <laughs> and just like the sound is just not as effective in a smaller theater, and mm-hmm. uh, you don't have that like full Dolby sound or whatever, and uh, even like the visual of it isn't. I mean, this the the, the screen was still good, but. But your seat wasn't vibrating when he took when he when the car turned on and stuff. Exactly, I think part of that movie really lies on like that huge theater experience, which mm-hmm. I realized. So it's like, oh, like even how much I like that movie, I think it has its it can have its faults in different viewing. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to watch that movie on my phone. Oh no, <laughs> Christopher Nolan wouldn't want you to. <laughs> 
or or uh, Matt Reeves. He's, yeah, Matt Reeves probably wouldn't either. But Chris Nolan <laughs> would go out of his way to slap the phone out of your hands. Did you like the movie otherwise, Taylor? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise it was it was an awesome movie. Um, acting was really good, and I mean, the the plot was a little bit too much at times, like mm. too too yeah, much going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Falcones and the Maronis of it all is what would confuse me sometimes. Yeah, very true. Mm. Um, and then like. The one thing I really liked was how they made Colin Farrell not look like Colin Farrell. Like, yeah, you would have if if you had not known it was him going in, I would have never known that it was him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Yeah, like nobody. Uh, I think most of the people we went that went with originally didn't know it was Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. and then when I saw one of my parents, I'm like, "Hey, did you guys know who the Penguin was?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "That was Colin Farrell." And my mom's like, "What?" <laughs> That's happened to my mom too. I showed it to her. I was too. I was like, "Do you know who that?" Is? She was like, "No." I was like, "It's Colin Farrell." She's like, what? That's Colin Farrell. And I think he's so good in that movie. You think he should definitely get nominated, but if anything, the makeup artist should get nominated. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. It looks so good. But, uh, yeah. Anything else new with you, Taylor? Anything Star Wars-y? You've been reading some comics at all? or? Um, I mean, I've been reading the new, the newer comic lines. Um, the Darth Vader one's still really good. Yeah, it's always uh, pretty consistently good. Yeah, I mean, they've they've been reintroducing some of the older characters, like... Uh, Ud Benar. Doctor Afra. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they they've been reintroducing like um from episode one, Sabe. Padme's oh, handmaid. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so like it's now after Empire Strikes Back and she's in it, um and she's kind of like against Vader, going against Vader, trying to go after him for things, oh. um, trying to bring down the Empire in that way. So that's kind of cool how they're introducing s- some older characters back in. That is cool. Yeah, isn't she like kind of trying to get revenge on Vader for killing Padme and yeah. Anakin? Like they think cuz I remember I was reading about the pilot guy from Phantom Menace who he pilots the uh the uh the queen's ship in Phantom Rick Menace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy who's just like people call Captain Obvious cuz he just says everything <laughs> that everyone can see. Um I, isn't he part of that like group too? Yeah, yeah, he he's part of it. Um he doesn't last very long, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Um, is, is Boss Nass around? No, he is not. I mean, oh, Boss Nass wasn't even the boss at the time of the Clone Wars, though. Um, uh, he got demoted. Yeah, they had somebody else leading the Gungans. I just remember most of that panel from the Darth Vader con. It might be the old run, one of the older runs, where he's looking out the window after he finds out who Luke is, and he, that starts cracking, and he's like, it will all be mine. Yeah, yeah, that- <laughs> That was a good run too. The, yeah. I think that was the second volume. Yeah, and then there's that other really good line where they're like, "The Republic has like not the Republic, the Rebels have them surrounded." And they're like, "We have you surrounded." Like the only thing I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> perfect Vader. <laughs> Ooh, there is one part in that De- Dark Empire book where uh, Palpatine goes to, um, oh my God, what's what's the Sith planet again, Taylor? The we're all or Korriban. Korriban. Yeah, that where all the Sith uh, tombs are and everything. Is that where the Wayfinder takes us? No, no that's um, I, that's Exegol. Exegol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Although, actually, I think if I remember correctly, Exegol and Korriban are basically the same place. No, uh, co- sorry, Korriban is Moraband as well in like the new. Canon. Oh right, oh. yeah. There's like two names for it. Yeah. Just to make it more confusing. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. So, oh, good. Star Wars is just so accessible. That's what I love about it. <laughs> Connor, you just have to have been on Wikipedia for the past 20 years of your life like me and Taylor. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? It isn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know how to make Wookiee cookies? <laughs> yeah, apparently you stuff dog hair into the cookie batter. Exactly. <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> um, so Palpatine goes there because his clone body's decaying because Luke blew up all the other good clone bodies. And he's like, give me your power, Sith Lords. And like the Sith Lords before that are like, Oh, Palpatine, like Lord Vader's uh, seat still sits empty. Are you here to like take his throne? Mm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, just quantifying Darth Vader to all these ancient Sith Lords and like giving him as much like equal respect, respect and everything, <laughs> if not more, because it's like, oh, he really is like the most powerful like Sith, like soldier kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many other mystical people. But I mean, I know that can be disputed, but like, like he's Palpatine's really far just, up there. Palpatine's obsessed with just someone killing him. It seems like he yeah. perpetually wants to be struck down like every single time he shows up. Oh, because in this book, too. Yeah, he's just like, oh, if you kill me, I'll just be energy and you can't really destroy me. And it's like, OK, <laughs> like, OK, like, what do you want, man? Like, what's going on? Do you want to yeah. live or do you want to be energy? Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, would you say Darth Vader is a top tier Sith Lord? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would. I mean, in the old EU, there were definitely a lot of powerful Sith Lords that just borderline ridiculous. Yeah, and EU, for anyone that doesn't know, stands for Expanded Universe. Wasn't there like yeah. some like crazy Tusken Raiders Sith Lord or something like that? Yes. Yeah, so, that's Taylor's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, uh, a shared het. He basically was a Tuscan Jedi mm-hmm. who eventually became a Sith Lord named Darth Krait, named after the Krait dragon yep. from Tatooine. Um because that was his armor, right? Yeah, his well, his armor was using Vong, which is they're like these, pl- <laughs> <laughs> they're, these they're these plant people from the expanded universe, yeah. basically. They're kind of like the Borg in a way, but but uh, of Star Trek, but um, biological. I'm glad you said that because I was equating plant person to like for some reason just crimes of Gundawald little plant thing oh, that yeah. Newt has. Not quite, um, not quite. But and expanded universe stands for the stuff that's not canon anymore. Yes. <laughs> yes. Otherwise Star Wars Legends, I believe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Star Wars Legends. So um his armor was basically like they basically tortured him and gave him views and Vong armor. Um basically he just looks really cool. Yeah he looks yeah. he looks really cool. He's he's kind of goofy but he looks cool. Yeah that sounds cool. I like it. But he's just like another. He's another really like powerful, like uh, like strength kind of Sith Lord, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's more of you know leans away from the mysticism. He's more of a warrior because he's yeah. bred. He was bred by Tus, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tuscan Raiders. So yeah. he fights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I always like the like Darth Vader and Palpatine as foils because yeah. Palpatine doesn't even like pull out a lightsaber in the original trilogy. Mm. But that's a story for another time. He's a schemer, <laughs> scheming his little. Everything plans. is proceeding as I have foreseen, even if it wasn't. <laughs> I was to say it anyway. Oh, I have indigestion from the space Arby's. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> I knew I would get a gut ache, but I still did it. <laughs> I still did. Fetch me the hose. <laughs> Well, I guess at this point we should move on to the actual movie. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Attack. Attack. Clones. Did Attack get... of the Clones. <laughs> I'm glad Taylor got that Attack of the Show reference I threw in no, there. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> Fuck. Nice try, Connor. We only understand Wikipedia jokes. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, oh, according boy. to Disney Plus, this movie contains tobacco depictions. Mm-hmm. Death sticks. Thank you for death spotting sticks. that, Taylor. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> because yeah. apparently just saying death sticks implies tobacco. Like, no one's actually smoking a death stick. No. No. Does he even pull out the death stick? No. No. You don't. You never see one. Disney Plus is so concerned of this, and yet... <laughs> They're cowards. Know. They're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we... Before, okay, we were going to talk about the movie, but Taylor... Yes. Before we do that, um, <laughs> Connor, you just responded to me saying Taylor. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Taylor, I've known you since fifth grade. I know your long, long uh, history of Star Wars, and uh, you're kind of like the longest. You you know Star Wars as well as I do, if not more. And I would say that's pretty impressive. Uh, it's like I'm in the room with Vader and Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor's Palpatine. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, or Yoda. Yoda's yeah, better. Let, let me be either Yoda or Obi Wan. You know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm Kiati Mundy. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Taylor, you uh, tell us tell us your history, your personal history with Star Wars in general. Yeah. So I mean, I um, first. I think I first start, watched Star Wars when I was six, five, six, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle and my parents really got me into it when I, you know, got a bunch of Star Wars action figures when I was that age. Um, you know, I liked it ever since. So I just kept watching it, reading the comics, reading the books. Pretty much I've read or watched everything Star Wars. So, <laughs> yeah. wow. um, you have, wait, do you still have the big wall or you d- did have the wall? The wall of what the <laughs> action figures? <laughs> yeah, so I have a wall of Funkos, and then I have some. I have a bunch of action figures. Because um, I remember. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I have the best one. You know, uh, I have a George Lucas and Stormtrooper <laughs> armor. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna bring that up if you didn't. He's the best one. It's one of the best action figures. It's just what does he? Does it say George Lucas or is it like Lord? Yeah, Dukas? it says George Lucas in Stormtrooper armor. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh there's God. there's another one with like his fake characters because like he made a character. He played the character in Revenge of the Sith, uh, Baron Papanoida. <laughs> yes. So there's also uh, that one. He's a blue man in that. <laughs> and then there's yep. uh, another one, which is just, I think, his name backwards, where he's like an X-Wing pilot. That's fun. Oh, much like Senator Greebleps himself. Yep. As discussed in the, in the fan. And of course, Steven Spielberg's in heavy E.T. makeup for that role. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> that was him. He did the mocap. <laughs> just going like... <laughs> Scrunching down like E.T. And lifting his neck higher or lower. But yeah, you had uh, you had uh, and still have a very impressive collection of Star Wars items. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I have you know the best Star Wars video game of all time, Masters of Terrascasi. Yes, um, the the fighting game where Chewbacca can punch Darth Vader. Exactly, oh my God. <laughs> it's it's amazing. You know, top notch AAA title. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, me, and Cameron would just talk Star Wars all the time, and I at least went to Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith together for my birthday. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember. You said I was breathing too loudly. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You rude shit! <laughs> when I was in, like, fifth grade. I know, how, how old was I? You're breathing too loudly. I was, tw- we were 12. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> you I don't remember. I don't remember if we saw Attack of the Clones together. I remember which theater I saw it in, but I don't remember. I I know I saw it with my parents, but I just remember. We'll get to it in this episode, but the Yoda moment we yeah. must discuss. Mm. But um, but yeah, we saw a lot of movies together. Yeah, for sure. King Kong, Mummy Three. Oh gosh, don't get <laughs> me started o- on that one. What other good ones? <laughs> what other good ones did we watch together? I don't know. I think we watched Tropic Thunder in theaters together. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, good times. Yeah. But yeah, all right, let's talk about this movie. Please. Uh, the Jedi are overwhelmed for some reason. Yes. They're just stressed out, even though the war has not begun. Ever since they heard about something might be going on in the Senate, none of them were able to sleep eight hours at night. They'd be getting seven to six. But they don't have nightmares, as Anakin says. No. Jedi don't have nightmares. Jedis close their eyes and everything goes black. <laughs> Is that canon, Taylor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank or, you. Or very well, it should be. <laughs> just goes black. 
Yoda just passes out at night, drunk off his ass. Oh, God. <laughs> All the margaritas he's been having. <laughs> All those death sticks. Now, yeah. o- over the course of this, we were talking about Yoda exclusively eats either guacamole, and I like adding to this. He also is like, just drinks a heavy amount of margaritas as well. Heavy margs. <laughs> He's I mean, a Marg user. It's all to facilitate his green poos, basically. <laughs> oh, I believe what, what's the end goal of that. <laughs> you never really see them eat, so you know they, they very well they could. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> space guac. Uh, I mean, this movie basically starts with Palpatine talking, like asking them to do stuff, and Keanu Mundy's like, "Oh, we're we're peacekeepers, not soldiers," and uh, they're worried about Count Dooku. Upon also which Keanu Mundy says he's a political idealist, not a murderer, <laughs> in a very funny way that I can't quite get the voice of. He's I gave a up on idealist, it. not a murderer. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, let's go into all the semantics and very uh, detailed. Okay. Notes of this movie. Tell no, me let's about not do every that. Every single member of the Senate. <laughs> no, no, you don't want it. Uh, it's the... like the poke rap. Let's do yeah. it. So. <laughs> Pikachu Charizard. Uh, who's the blue guy that's next to Palpatine, Taylor? Uh, Masameda? Yeah, uh, thank you. Masameda Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Padme Anakin. That's all, folks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar and he proposed that uh, the emperor gets emir- or the emperor. He's not the emperor yet. The chancellor becomes supreme chancellor. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we when this movie came out? Do you remember your first time seeing it, Taylor? I do not. I've probably seen it too many times yeah. to remember. Do you remember seeing it for the first time, Connery? You know, I don't have an explicit memory of seeing seeing like where I saw it. I was probably it was probably at the La Cunada, Um it's a regal now, but it was a United Artist. Oh, okay. But gotcha. I, I saw it there probably, and mm-hmm. I remember having fun, and I remember the Coliseum scene the most when I was yeah. a kid, thinking that was the raddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, really, my memories of this movie is mostly just the last third, mm-hmm. like the first yeah. time I saw it, and yeah, I've seen it. And the last times. third is probably the part that holds up the most. Yeah, yeah, really, because there's, I mean, this movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This movie's kind of rough at certain points where it's just kind of boring or slow, but I like the things that they're going for, yeah. that George, George Lucas is going for. Um, whether it's executed well or not, um, that's, that's to be disputed, but um, I like the little, the, like, where Anakin and Obi-Wan split off. It's like, yeah, you, in hindsight, you'd love to see them together more, just mm-hmm. because by Revenge of the Sith, they're kind of just already... They're buddies. Going off. They're buddies, and then they go off in their own direction. Mm-hmm. In this one, they are very separated, but that gives Anakin time to, like... Um, romance. Date. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say date Padme, but it's more so romance. Uh, his own In his own perspective, romance Padme. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate sand. It's coarse and grainy and gets everywhere, unlike you... What? Everything's soft what here. Slowly reaches out his sweaty palms. <laughs> That's uh, what Obi Wan says. Him. You're sweating. Like, calm down, Anakin. He's sweating like a space pig. That is something Obi Wan says. Like, calm down, Anakin. <laughs> yeah, please <laughs> chill out, Anakin. Uh, and and Obi Wan goes on his own detective story. Something that I like the idea of a lot. I love the idea of a Jedi detective. Mm-hmm. That's explored a little bit in the Clone Wars TV show to different degrees, but. Um, so I like that aspect, and I like all the Obi-Wan stuff where he's fighting uh, Django and, and everything. But mm. uh, is it done well? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. You no, think so? No, not really. It's kind of boring. <laughs> what do you think, Taylor? I think it's parts of it are okay. I think the dialogue is like just what <laughs> – dialogue's the, the biggest <laughs> miss in a lot of places. Like, Yeah. Um, I think the romance stuff – um, like, ev- like you even pointed out, Taylor, there's a shot where it's just their shadows talking to each other. Like hugging. Yeah. 
when uh, Anakin goes to look for his mom, yeah, the Tuscans captured her, and uh, the romance stuff probably would have been better if it was more subjective and like 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 that, and just more like images and less dialogue. <laughs> it would have worked more effectively. Yeah, for sure. George Lucas is very good at writing like, flowery love professions. <laughs> I guess he's like writing Hamlet. He's like trying to write Shakespeare, and That's it doesn't. Poetry. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. All poet, like we know, all poetry rhymes. Yeah, um, we're all poets. But yeah, Taylor, where does this movie stand for you, like amongst the Star Wars canon? Probably, like when do you when yeah. when do you like to watch it? Usually, I just watch them all in order again mm. when I feel like watch, rewatching Star Wars. Um, some you know, sometimes I'll just throw it on the background when I'm playing something on my computer or something like that. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd probably put it middle of the pack or somewhere lower. Really, yeah. um, it you know the movies sometimes I like them better. Depends on if I'm in the mood to laugh at them or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, this movie is good to put on in the background for sure, and that's commendable in its own way. I yeah, think. it is. Or it's like you can tune in and tune out, or if you like, you can tune in and tune out if you want because there's some slow bits. But uh, and then you're like, oh, the fight scene. This is fun and engaging. Yeah. Or if you want to go heavy on the lore and everything, this is also good, just like Phantom Menace. Or if you just want to pay attention to learn all of Anakin's best pickup lines. <laughs> <laughs> I killed them all. <laughs> I killed them all. The women, the children, too. Those poor uh, Tuscans. She doesn't even remember me. <laughs> He's so angsty. Yeah. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. <laughs> Well, how is it all Obi-Wan's fault? Yeah, he, he's, he's just blaming his dad, I guess. You know? Yeah, he is his dad, basically. He's just a rebellious, rebellious teenager. I mean, yeah. yeah. And he's the Obi-Wan literally was like, last time he talked to him was, hey, know your place, dude. <laughs> it was like literally what he said. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's probably a little miffed about that. Speaking of Obi-Wan, he's only like 30-something in this movie. Yeah, he's he's a, like 32. He's 32 and he's parenting a 19-year-old. Yes. They're, yeah, they're only like, they're not that far apart. Yeah. Because Phantom Menace, he's basically this age. He's like 20-ish. Yeah. Uh, 22, I guess, or whatever. And he becomes a knight. And then... Um, and Obi-Wan still thinks he's young, so that's why he calls him his, his brother in episode three. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. He looks... They age him up well in this movie, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, they give him a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great in a mullet, though. <laughs> he, looks, he looks the most uh, Christ-like in this movie. <laughs> He's a Christ-like image unto, unto of himself. <laughs> unto of himself. But, um... Yeah, so it's, you know, he looks, I always just imagine him, like, especially as a kid, him, like, he's, like, 40-something, because I'm like, he looks like a dad. Yeah. But, you know, the older you get, you're like, oh, he could be younger. He just has a beard. Yeah. But uh, a fun fact about Obi-Wan, before we go on further, is that, uh, do you guys know the name of his planet that he was from, his home world? This was told to me a little while ago. I think I read an article, but I've forgotten now. Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Uh, I only know because I was perusing Wikipedia mm-hmm. while while doing this, and I forgot. And it's like his homeworld is named Stu John. Stu John. Is there any reason for that, or is that just there, George Lucas spouting gibberish? Uh, a little of column A, a little column B. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Celebration Five. John Stewart was interviewing him, oh. and he asked John Stewart asked George Lucas where Obi Wan's home planet was, and George Lucas responded, "Stu John," because he was talking to John <laughs> Stewart. Stewart. And that is now canon. That's a canon name. Ah, the lovely stupidity of Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> the lovely Stujonity. Isn't it beautiful when like you make something so big as that, and then everything you say is just taken as gospel yeah, truth? Exactly. It's funny, like George Lucas is always joking about stuff. Like, like yeah. he's just like 
doesn't care that much. She's I like guess. the prime good version of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Jedi don't poop themselves and then apparate it away. No, they're not animals. <laughs> uh, I mean, where do we? What do we want to talk about here? Well, we should talk about the worlds. I think. Sure. To start off, uh, I I love Camino. That's my always been one of my top favorite words, worlds in all of Star Wars. The music for Camino is also great. Mm-hmm. The Camino theme song. It always sells me when that thing, when that like pterodactyl thing bursts out of the water and it mm-hmm. just start, keeps flying. I was like, that's awesome. I love that. Going for my ocean travel and just be able to like, fly in like, the stormy sky. I'm like, this place is rad. Yeah, Camino is pretty cool. I mean, it's it sadly doesn't get a huge amount of time in mm-hmm. the movie, but um, you know, that's what all the expanded stuff is for. Like, you know, yeah. watch the Clone Wars, watch Bad mm-hmm. Batch. Those expand on Camino a lot, obviously. Yeah, they do. Yeah, um, I remember, I think the last time we watched this, Lily mentioned, uh, like, oh, I like Camino. It's like the rain, you know, the rain planet. It's like, yeah. it's like space Seattle, basically. Exactly. Like, <laughs> she likes, like, rainy climates more more than I do. It's yeah. like, I would live on Camino. <laughs> like, I would too, whole, probably. But the whole thing's an ocean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole the whole problem is you're living there, but you have to live on these platforms, and that's yeah. it. Well, yeah. There's I, no I, actual I'd, land. I'd live in Camino, but I'd have, have a summer home in uh, Naboo. There you go. Yeah. Um, if you're so lucky to own two space homes, I do. I'm a wealthy senator in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> using all of your corruption before the Empire strikes <laughs> I've, you down. I've been bought out like a hundred <laughs> times over. You're getting funneled credits from Newt Gunray. I'm so far deep. I don't know what I'm helping and who I'm hurting anymore. But yeah, even if you lived on a rain planet, you know, you could have a, a very pleasant terrarium inside. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice. Yeah, it's fun. Greenhouse. That's why all the creatures are modeled after Fraser. <laughs> yes always looking out a window <laughs> Lama one Su- video game or another <laughs> Lama Sue's crazy hair from season one <laughs> Frasier he does have a big wrestling belt which I never noticed yeah. until this time mm-hmm. um, Lama Sue is the leader of the Kaminoans cloning facility for I anyone figured. lost I know you figured <laughs> uh, Taylor what's your favorite planet that they go to on this uh, I really like Naboo I mean mm-hmm. it's you know nice open setting where you know all the big waterfalls and everything it always reminds me of um the game star wars galaxies because mm. there's when you can travel to naboo there yeah and there's these bit you see the big waterfalls right next to the palace and it just looks awesome mm. i mean um it's, it's just cool cool place and uh you know a lot of i like the landscape there the most yeah, Star Wars Galaxies is a game that me, Taylor, and Cameron played way back when, uh, which is like the first Star Wars MMO, mm-hmm. which is a game like World of Warcraft. Um, and now I feel like I'm over-explaining things. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very open world, and like you could basically go over like the whole planet of Naboo. So just ride a speeder bike off of the waterfalls, <laughs> and it just felt very immersive, and it was very like relaxing. You'd be like, I'm on Naboo hmm. in the internet, and, and it's very nice. And then you'd like level up by like killing those jelly bean monsters yeah pretty much yeah pretty or, much or yeah. uh deranged gungans you could fight deranged gungans <laughs> yeah. deranged gungans yeah. the thing you fought boss nas hires you to fight them <laughs> exactly these are gungans gone mad yeah <laughs> gungans gone mad he rewards show. you by slobbering all over your face gungans gone wild <laughs> gungans wild um yeah, and that game's now defunct, but you can play it in different in different versions. But uh, yes, Naboo is very nice, especially in this one. It's, it's even more so Space Tuscany, mm-hmm. <laughs> this pl- very pleasant island that Anakin and Padme retreat to and yeah. later get married at. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the best vacation you could ask for, I think. Truly. Uh, speaking back to Lily, she's like, I want to go on vacation there. <laughs> I'm like, me, it's nice. 
It's <laughs> me. Like, it's nice. Me too. Me too. It's nice. <laughs> Sometimes I can't speak on my own podcast, That's but I am very. You, you were you were overwhelmed by emotion in that moment. <sighs> yeah, in any moment where we talk about Attack of the Clones, very overwhelmed. Yeah, you wish you could go to Naboo Tuscany. Well, you probably can. You guys could do that. Yeah, we have to find the island they shot on. Yeah. <laughs> where else? What other planets are there? There's uh, Geonosis and Tatooine. Geonosis and Coruscant. And Coruscant, yes. Yeah. Coruscant looks even better in this movie, I think, than Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you get you see a bigger shot of the planet because you mm-hmm. see the whole planet from space better. Um, and I always like this because we get to see CD Coruscant, too, with like the creepy like nightclub districts and Ooh, stuff. Yeah, you get to see a different perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot. And you see so many aliens, like you said, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, they tried to fit as many as they could into one shot. <laughs> yeah. Because just, uh, I mean, there's aliens in the later movies, like the sequel trilogy, but it, um, I don't know. They all kind of get sidelined. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like there's any main alien characters in this either. That's true. That's the thing with Star Wars is like a lot of the main characters are either human or robots. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which, I mean, considering it's a, thing that has so many species it's a little weird considering there's only one alien main character really and that's yeah. chewbacca how come poe dameron couldn't have been an alien uh well then you'd be replacing oscar isaac do you really want to i want to put oscar isaac in alien makeup is all i'm saying oh. to, be, to be perfectly fair han solo was originally supposed to be an alien oh yeah mm. he was supposed to be some green alien <laughs> do you think oscar isaac would be more attractive in alien makeup I think so. I think if you give him a very specific kind of like alien weird look, he might be more try- he might be more handsome somehow. Oscar Isaac's g- a Gamorian. <laughs> <laughs> but but very... I, it also appeals to my secret need to like make pretty people look ugly. Yeah. yeah but he still has very nice hair. Yeah, he's like beautiful coiffed hair. <laughs> uh Geonosis also rules. Like we've seen Tatooine before. Tatooine's always good, but I think Geonosis, like I love that. It's planet. like Bug World. <laughs> it is Bug World Incorporated. <laughs> incorporated. <laughs> bug World LLC. I guess it is. Like a business bugs. But it's a different kind of sand. Like they differentiate they differentiate it from Tatooine. Um where it's more red sands. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on on uh, Geonosis and its inhabitants, Taylor? Uh it's cool. I mean it's like you said, it's all, like Tatooine, but a little different. Um it it always reminds me of like uh, kind of like Vasquez Rocks, because you've always got like the yeah. big rock mm. formations there. That's true. That's um, good. Whereas Tatooine's more of just like a sandy planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Anakin a... really wouldn't like it. Um, you know, that's why he hated tat- his home planet. I mean, rocks are just bigger forms of sand. That is true. That is quite true. <laughs> Very <sense>. insightful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you have done well, my Padawan. <laughs> Thank you, Master. <laughs> but is it igneous or metamorphic rock? It is sulfate. <laughs> That's, yeah. Sedimentary, my dear Watson. Fuck. <laughs> um, do you think Anakin, or especially when he becomes Darth Vader, do you think he's extra mad when he's on sand planets? He probably gets in Pro- all his parts. I, I would say probably. I mean, because he's more machine than man now. Yeah, but he still hates sand. I mean, his brain's still there, so he still hates sand. Well, no, I mean, like, I think he means more like the nitty gritty of it. Like, he's gonna be picking sand out of his suit for like yeah, it gets days. worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, true. It gets jammed in like the seams of the buttons. He's just gonna be like, "Fuck." <laughs> he probably has a pretty tight suit, though. Yeah, it's, it's probably. I mean, he but has wait, the big empire. Who's bucks. Darth? We don't know Darth Vader yet. Who's Darth Vader? We're talking uh, about Attack the Clones. You're right. You're right. We're talking about characters like Kit Fisto. Is that Count Dooku? <laughs> no, his name's Darth Tyrannus. Oh, okay. I get confused sometimes. 
who uh, may have had a previous relationship with Jedi lar- librarian Jocasta New. Wow. Okay. Um, how do we how do we feel about the characters in this one? Is that why she deleted the planet for him? You know, that's the whole like thing. It's like you could read into it. Like Maybe that. she did. I like the canon that she did. Uh, Taylor, you said later that in the comics she has a Jedi li- uh, a, a lightsaber rifle. Yeah, she pretty. <laughs> Can you explain this? Because I've never heard of this. Yeah, so she um pretty much has like a gun in the I think it's in the second volume of the Darth Vader comics that she can basically put her lightsaber into and it basically destroys the lightsaber but it turns it into like a one or two shot rifle <laughs> where she can fire the lightsaber bolt out of the ri- rifle it's one of the most random things ever what what's the use of how is it better than a blaster <laughs> a how waste. is it I, I i guess it's just it's more powerful because it's the lightsaber uh, it, like the kyber crystal is more powerful can I, I not block it with a lightsaber or something is that why no you still can <laughs> i'm I'm, I, I'm not understanding yeah. the use of this then. <laughs> you got to get real bullets to take down a Jedi. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this is like when Tyler and me play Battlefront 2, um, the new one, and Tyler would get like a real like bolt caster the, gun. The cycler rifle? Yeah, the yeah. cycler rifle. So I just, I'm next to him and I hear, Yeah, it has one <laughs> bullet and it just makes giant like bullet sounds. So it's really unsettling. You're like, pew, 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 and then, <laughs> like some like 18th century muskets Try going on. Try blocking this, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Catch this. Yeah, this seems like a big waste of lightsaber. Like, it only you can only shoot it like four times. Mm. But this is, I was fascinated by this because when I was in like sixth grade or whatever, I, my mind would go wild mm. about Star Wars things. I'm like, what if somebody made a lightsaber gun that shot lightsabers? It's a totally cool, like 10-year-old, like awesome idea. Probably yeah. they just wanted to always fulfill them. Like, I'm going to make a lightsaber gun. But I imagine yeah, instead sure. of like, yeah. Instead of like energy bolts, it would shoot a whole lightsaber out at someone. <laughs> like, would would cool. it like spin? Like, oh, that'd be cool too. I imagine yeah. it, like it shoots and goes like a buzzsaw lightsaber. Yeah, it's gun. like a predator weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, let's. Yeah, there's some cool new tech in this because the the mm-hmm. war ha- has begun. Yes. I think my personal favorite is maybe the. You know, it's tough because like, well, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. What's your favorite new weapon, Taylor? I think maybe uh, I really like the Hailfire droid, droid. Yeah, those um, are cool. Those yeah. are the ones that are just two big wheels and a bunch of missiles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just they're just spinning and then just fire a ridiculous number of missiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's yeah. not to like? <laughs> Massive <laughs> firepower. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty perfect. It's very chaotic, and it's just a it's it's just a droid. They don't <laughs> they, they don't have feelings. They don't think according to Obi Wan, <laughs> except when they have a bunch of conversations. They definitely have emotions and feelings. <laughs> yeah, C three is always worried about R two. Yeah, he can literally worry, so he at least has sentience in that way. Yeah. What about you, Connor? I'm a big fan of the clone dropships, to be honest. I've always liked those. The LAAT gunship. They're cool. Yeah, they're they're pretty classic. Mm-hmm. I I uh I had one for a long time. So did I. Like the full size, not full size, but it was like wow. It was, <laughs> I had one. Hey, I wrote you it. Know, the, a big house. I up. drove it to school. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a Flintstone mobile. I had to use my feet. Oh, yeah, yabba dabba dude, all the way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it fit action figures. Nice. But, you know, that's still pretty big. It's cool. Yeah, and you could press a button and like the sides would come out. It mm-hmm. was dope. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. My favorite, I think, is just the super battle droid. Yeah. It's cool. Like this is kind of like the peak of like badass droids. I think mm-hmm. in Star Wars. I mean, there's some stuff we could talk about in Revenge of the Sith, but they do as it goes on. They do make like the droids more goofy. Yeah, 
um, especially like the main battle droids. But the super battle droids, and there's like one battle droid gets shot, and the super battle droid just like knocks it over, yeah. and then like shoots a bunch of it's like blah, 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 blah. and like as a preteen, this is like basically like the ultimate preteen movie yeah. at the end. You fall in love, and then you have an awesome action fight sequence with you and your friends. You're way too angsty, <laughs> and you don't know how to like be romantic with someone, and then you're just angry most of the time. Yes, just angry most of the time. God, yeah, Anakin really is like a twelve year old in this. Yeah. Not that all 12-year-olds are a- angry, but I just mean they can't figure out their you're emotions. You're that 12-year-olds, you're angry. You just <laughs> don't mean, know it yet. I mean, to be fair, he was kind of raised by monks, essentially, so... He's at least deeply repressed. He's just rebe- yeah, re- repressed, Cel- rebellious. Yeah. Celibate yeah. monks. Except for Obi-Wan, who, I guess, sneaks away and... Uh, you know, plays with the Mandalorian princess or has, queen. Yeah, has a lover. On and off love again. Is that canon, Taylor? Uh, not quite. I mean, what? It's like hinted at. Yeah, it's it's hinted at in the Clone Wars. Like he did. Um, he literally says, "Sir, I would have left the Jedi Jedi Order for you." <laughs> yeah, Count Dooku left the Jedi Order because of Jocasta knew. Yeah, he knew. If I stay here any longer, um, he I, probably actually didn't respect her enough, and just like <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'm leaving anyways." It's like, Ugh, if you on, love me still, maybe you could do some things for me, but I'm not going to tell you where I go. <laughs> what I do. Um, what Geonosian I'm doing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about that. Uh, we talk planets. We talk warfare. Uh, let's talk outfits. Brilliant. My personal favorite outfit in this is Jar Jar's. When, um, mm. Just because it's underrated. Uh, when they first uh, see Padme again. Yeah. He's got some cool like uh, shoulder... It's- uh, like some uh, like beaded shoulder pads. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like that. It's a little yeah. Gungan flair. Mm-hmm. He looks regal. Yeah, and uh, I feel like Jar Jar should have been in more of this movie. They really just uh, George Lucas rene- reneged to the demands of of uh, fans too hard. Yeah, Jar Jar should have been more in here. But I I like at least that he makes the <laughs> gives the, gives the um, the Chancellor more more powers. Yeah, he's a fool. <laughs> What's your favorite outfit, Connery? My favorite outfit is uh, I'm a big fan of Padme's um, like backless one that she wears. Mm-hmm. Which is just like stunning. And then uh, I also like her other one. Where Wait, it's, which like, one? Which one is that? It's the one the more like colorful dress she wears. Oh. That's when Anakin like touches her back and he's like soft, <laughs> <laughs> which is horrible. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're saying you wouldn't do that, right? I, w- I would not do that. <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I totally do that. <laughs> Big sweaty ass. <laughs> God. (laughs) No. Uh, Don't be like Anakin, kids. I think everyone knows this by now. He turns evil, everybody. Spoiler. But. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) But, yeah, like that one. I also like her other dress where it's like that kind of like deep midnight blue and it kind of like goes like up her sternum, like wraps around her neck, but then like her shoulders are exposed. Oh, like by the fireplace and stuff? Yeah, I like that one a lot too. So those are probably my favorite outfits. They're both Padme's because she has the actual like fashion in this movie to me. Yeah, I mean Dexter Jester's fashion is pretty good too. Well, yeah, dirty white beater and some <laughs> jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Taylor? Um, I don't know. I, I think I I really like uh, you know the Je- the Jedi robes. To me, they're just a, they're just a classic you know symbol of the Jedi and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've always liked those. I always remember like Halloween as a kid going as a Jedi one year, hmm. I think. Um, and then like Jango Fett's armor, you know, it's a classic, oh, obviously, because yes. it's it's just based on Boba's. Um, just, you know, a lot sharper looking with the silver. 
Yeah. yeah. I personally prefer it to Boba's outfit. I like the blue and silver better than like the orange and green and gray, I guess. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think both their outfits fit very well in like those different worlds. Mm-hmm. And something like, you know, Boba's more run down and like got a big dent in his head. Yeah. Uh, but it fits like that like greased up, dirty world of the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really like about these. It's like you, oh, you get to see the, the galaxy before it was all beat up yeah broken Uh, before the empire (laughs) yeah before the dark times (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah just everything looks a lot cleaner like and just pristine and like kind of golden era like even like obi-wan's little uh microphone it's got (laughs) that golden flair to it forehead like (laughs) thing that's there for no reason because it does wrap around the rest of his head um the wedding at the end is just very elegant mm-hmm. uh yeah Django, he just looks a lot more pristine and clean and even the the his ship um the way it fires and everything it feels a lot more like greased up and like more pres- more pristine and precise yeah it's clean um with all the uh like like unfortunately you don't get to see boba fett shoot anything in the uh, original movies mm-hmm. he doesn't get a lot of time but uh i like like it just seems like it's at its prime in, in way back when I agree. And then it's kind of a hand-me-down to Boba. Mm-hmm. And the but. sonic detonators are amazing. I wow. think uh, Taylor was mentioning that make, they make the best sound, some of the best oh, sound yeah. in the Be- Star Wars best, series. Best sound there is. Give me some sonic detonator ASMR. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> good job, Connor. Thank you. Um, outfits, ships. Ships. They're all good. <laughs> They're all good. Everything, everything's beautiful. Everything's good. It's just the dialogue is so cheeseburger that it's. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's almost un. Sometimes almost unwatchable. <laughs> you know, it looks like there was no problem. Oh wait, never mind. There was a problem, and then it explodes. Yeah, it explodes. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a problem. Huh? I don't know. And then they just leave her body there. They leave the devil's body just like on the air pad. I was like, what is this? Quite horrible. Yeah. This was the first um, like big budget movie that was shot digitally. Oh. Um, there was movies before this, like independent movies, more lower budget stuff that was digital. Um, but this was the first that was shot on like HD DV cams. Oh, I see. Uh, 1080p, glistening 1080p. <laughs> um, so a lot of the stuff, especially in the beginning in Coruscant, looks pretty rough. Uh, it's gotten better. I think they've done like the 4K remaster for Disney Plus. Yeah. Where you can watch this, um, it just doesn't do it any favors. Where they're like darkened in the front, like they're they're like there's no there's no light in front of them. It's like negative mm-hmm. neg neg fill, as they say. Yeah, it's, it's like with that in one industry. scene where Yoda turned around. He literally just looked like pudding walking away. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like guacamole, Connor. Sorry, guac old guac. <laughs> Yoda old guac. Uh, oh, he doesn't have a last name. Like he like turned around. I was like, oh, that is just something that's not supposed to be there. Taylor, what's Yoda's planet called? Uh, I don't think they ever actually have a home <gasps> planet for him. Wow. Just like they don't actually have a species name for him. That's so rude. I it's think... just called Yoda's species. <laughs> yeah, I think canonically Yoda's planet is called Yoda's planet. So any, let's say like Yaddle is from Yoda's planet. Pretty rude. <laughs> um, He's the best of them. So it's like, yeah, people are shadowing in the front and then like the back's totally blown out. And it's like, that's a very aggressive style already, but just the shadows aren't like very, like they're very light because of, the way like old digital cameras work mm-hmm. and like the sets look very setty. True. But 
it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it does, for the most part, I just get into it. And it, it, it's like, just Phantom Menace, I think, looks gorgeous compared to it. Yeah. Um, not just because of the film, but they, they use a lot more. They, they use miniatures in this as well, um, just not to the degree as they do in Phantom Menace. Mm. So it just uh, doesn't look quite as well. But you were saying, Taylor, the CG is really good for a movie that came out in 2002. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's basically cutting-edge technology at that point in time. And considering the fact almost the entire movie is CG, like quite a large amount of it, um, like there's entire scenes that are minutes long that are entirely in CG. So yeah, like I think the Droid Factory still looks good, and it that's does. like all just like CG uh, squares and blocks and stuff. <laughs> like, um, it looks better than I think a lot of like movies that came out a week ago. Like, and this came out twenty years, like basically from now. Mm-hmm. Like, just some of the CG and stuff, it just works better than, um, just some recent stuff. I mean, I know that has to do with like time crunch and just a lot of stuff that's unfortunate with the industry. But I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks that? <laughs> uh, um, some sometimes. You know, I'll say I'll give you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking in my head where I was where I was like Northman was filmed inside of a real volcano. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it next week, but <laughs> yeah. it definitely looks like a stage. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but um, but no, like you were that. saying that about like just the worlds are really developed and everything. There's so much attention to detail, but it's just like, yeah, when when they he lands on Camino, you're just like, oh, the CG looks really good. There's exceptions, of course, like CG looks great. On Zam Wissel yeah. getting hit by the toxic dart looked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> her face is all mushy. I always thought she was a shapeshifter of some kind, and she was like turning back to what she really looked like and not like pruning up or something. <laughs> like, is that the case? Yeah, that actually is the case. So that's how she actually looks. Yeah, I okay. don't remember her the species name, but. Um, yeah, the way she is it changeling. That I think that's just what Anakin calls her. I don't know if that's actually the species name or not. It's like a slur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not so great. Anakin. Well, Anakin does also say other things that are bad, <laughs> like uh, you know he killed the woman and the yeah. children too. He's he's pro droid rights, but he will commit genocide at the drop of a hat. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a Claudite. <laughs> Claudite. Yes, that's it. Claudius. And they just shapeshift. Yeah, they just shape shift, but their their normal look is like the alien shriveled up look. They basically look like a raisin. Hmm. Why'd she bother wearing a mask if she could shape shift? Because she's still, uh, I don't know. I think that's her preferred <laughs> form. Okay, that makes sense. The human, like how she looks, maybe. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. In Bo- Star Wars Bounty Hunter, the game, she looks like that too, but maybe that's just to keep consistent with people being like, oh, that's that character. Yeah. But uh, I think she maybe has the most aged outfit. Uh, but now it's coming back. It, like she's got flared purple pants. Yeah, it kind of looks like the outfit that the assassin lady in uh, Boba Fett wears. Mm, uh, what? I think her look kind of looks like the assassin lady in Boba Fett. Why am I spacing on her name? Fennec Shan. Fennec yeah. Shan. Yes, I think they have a similar look. I could see that, but mm-hmm. this just feels very 2002. And like yeah. a few years ago, I'm like, oh, this looks so dated. But now all that stuff's coming back where it doesn't affect me as much. And she has like intense shoulder pad things too, doesn't yeah. she? She looks very Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> very um, euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Zam Wissel should be in euphoria. Cast her now. Very euphoria. God. Dexter Jester should also be in euphoria. Absolutely. He plays one of the stepdads. There's a diner scene in euphoria, right? He's he's in the diner scene. He reveals that like, he's one of the girls' new stepdads, and they freak out. It's like, I'm not going to be. My stepdad doesn't run a diner. This he's, sucks. He smuggles Jawa juice to all the high schoolers. 
<laughs> and he doesn't tell them it's non-alcoholic, so they just get like fake drunk. Yeah, which by the way, it's it's uh it, it probably is alcoholic because I had to look it up. A Jawa juice is bantha hides mashed with fermented grains. Oh, so it is alcohol. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's fermented. Yeah. That's fun. So, so Jedi fun. can drink. That's cool. I guess so. Obi-Wan can just get there's been many a night where Obi-Wan just gets smashed in, in Dexter's diner. <laughs> Uh, I just, feel like Obi Wan does like in, in adventures gets like drunk or like falls into yeah. like weird situations all the time. He's like, "Hey, Dex, buddy, pull out the machine," and then Flo comes out and they play. They sing karaoke all night. Play it again, Flo. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Taylor's just shaking his head. Like you're ruining Star Wars. Taylor's just like, "What have I done?" <laughs> being on this show. Uh, what's your favorite cameo in this? Um, pro- I mean, the, the two big ones are in the cantina scene, Anthony Daniels and Ahmed Best. Um, I really like just seeing them, like the actual actors that are so well known for playing characters that you don't actually get to see their faces. So. Yeah, I had, Ant- yeah, Anthony Daniels play C-3PO. I had that action figure because they just made action figures of every single thing back then. What do you mean back then? They still do. I feel like they don't do it as much for like the new trilogy. Like, and even like Baby Yoda when that came out. Like, there was no merch for Baby Yoda, which was wild. It took, well, like, six months. Yeah, but it, the whole reason that happened was because they wanted nobody to know about him until oh, yeah. that came out. I guess that stuff oh. does get revealed all the time. Yeah. yeah. like That's the, how we know what Buzz Lightyear looks like. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one, Connery. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> that's better than what I was going to say. <laughs> Please give our podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts because yeah. of that. Um yeah, I don't remember his character name. Is Captain something? Ahmed Best plays like Ahmed Beck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my favorite is Elon Elon Sleesbagano. Is that like Elon Musk? Uh, this was before the. <laughs> b- this was before the dark times. Uh, before the empire. <laughs> we are in the empire. <laughs> There's like two empires fighting right now. <laughs> yep, it's a civil war between Bezos and Musk. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly right. Right nail on the head. Uh, but El- Elan, the Destic dealer, is played by Mouse from The Matrix, another movie we've covered. There we go. Uh, what's his quote? <sighs> what, what does Mouse say? Not, I don't know. I feel not, like he doesn't say not like this. That's the no, other lady. No, that's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He talks about, like, boobs in The Matrix or something like that. He does that. talk about boobs in The Matrix. Yeah. He's... Oh, he, he makes that um, girl in the red dress. I made her. I did that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then doesn't he ask about chicken or something? Why does why does everything oh. taste like chicken? There yes, we go. That's yeah, what it is. he does the whole thing about chicken and like why does everything taste like chicken? And so it was was it first or whatever? Blah 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 blah. Awakened a whole group of people to being like maybe I am in a simulation. Everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> Are you running out of things to talk about with Star Wars? No, I'm just. <laughs> oh, okay. This counts as a cameo for me. Okay, what's your favorite cameo, Connor? Oh, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. What's your favorite, more so, what's your favorite, like, small character appearance in this? Like, what's one character that pops out? Because I feel like that's a very big thing in Star Wars, and there's so many different Jedi in this that show up. Is there anybody that piques your interest, not even just Jedi, but any character in the background? I like the dinosaur Jedi that we kept talking about. <laughs> that would be Coleman Trebor. Coleman Trebor. Coleman Trebor for 500. <laughs> Literally, I was watching this, and I was like, who the hell is that guy? And they're like, that's Coleman Trebor. Like, literally, both said at the same time, <laughs> and then drop of hat. And I was like, oh, of course, like, it's Coleman Trebor. Yeah, like, like, I'm the idiot for not knowing that. At the drop of a hat, and then we said, we dropped. you dropped your crown king to Coleman Trebor. 
And then it just fell through his head because his head's a weird shape. And he said, they're Juragi. <laughs> I imagine he sounds like Scooby-Doo. But, uh, yeah, so that was probably... I like the way he looks. He's a close second to Plo Koon to me for a weird-looking Jedi that I like. Yeah. Um, number one for me... I already said all of them already. Yeah. But number one for me, Dexter Jester. He's just... He's he's a supporting character. Best supporting actor, Dexter Jester. <laughs> he's beyond a cameo. Best supporting yeah. CGI. Yes. yes. Um... And fun fact, there's a new uh, Star Wars book coming out that takes place like the beginning of the Clone Wars mm. called Brotherhood, where Anakin and Obi-Wan like develop closer bonds Aww. where like by Revenge of the Sith that where Obi-Wan's like, You're like a brother to me. Yeah, like they build I loved fl- you. they flesh out that backstory. And there's a scene, there's a little uh, sample of the book in which Obi-Wan talks to Dexter Jetster. Uh, he takes Anakin to get his first drink. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter, hook my bro up. <laughs> Anakin just turned space 21. <laughs> yeah, that actually leads to a good question. What is the legal drinking age in Star Wars? Uh, I don't know. Even I, more so, it's like, Anakin, how old are you now? Oh, uh, 22 BBY? <laughs> like, how do you determine BBY. age like back then? In Tatooine, I am 37 years old, but according to Coruscant, I'm 22. But if I go over to Hoth, I'm three. Well, yeah, it's like going to England. You can uh, s- like smoke when you're 16 or something. Yeah, you can smoke when you're 16. Drink when you're 18. 18. Yeah. yeah. Or Ireland. Yeah. Or Ireland. Brett's out. <laughs> we can't we can't placate Turin any longer. <laughs> One day we will have to cover a uh, a British franchise and we will have nobody to back us up. Well no, we have the Brit on and then they defend themselves. Yeah. The sing- <laughs> the single Brit. The single Brit. <laughs> Uh, but also Watto in his little uh, mm. World War One hat. Yeah, surrounded by flies. <laughs> in a so many flies. Stinks like shit, looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> he no longer shaves. No, he's, he's given disgusting. Up. Where's a pot on his head? You, know, you said World War One hat. Yeah. It's like a pot, yeah, but yeah. it's like a it's like a British World War One ha- helmet. Very much. Um, but yeah. It's also canon that <laughs> after Order 66... Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi goes and buys a humidifier from Watto, <laughs> so that's fun. I love that. It's like too dry out here. <laughs> um, yeah. What? I mean, we kind of talked about Anakin already. We did. Obi Wan's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. He's. I feel like his acting's a lot more. It's not even. It's just he has more stuff to do in this. I think it's true. He and does. he's a central character more so than a supporting. But I, I feel Obi. I find Obi Wan a lot more engaging in this than in Phantom Menace. Well, he's not like stuck on the ship for half the movie, right? Yeah, and he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to share the spotlight with like Qui Gon in this one, mm-hmm. um, who kind of steals the show. Yeah, TBH. TBH. Oh, TBH one three eight. Bring us home, R4. Somebody please stop me. Sure. That was Star Wars Clone Wars. No, that's not even what it's called. (laughs) Star Wars Clone Wars. That's not what it's called. That was Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones. There is a little moment where Connery said, uh, Chekhov's Yoda. (laughs) That's right. Oh, you said something that I wrote down, too, that I thought was really funny. AKA Chekhov's small green lightsaber, where Anakin's like, I'm as good of a master... I'm a master swordsman like Yoda, and Obi-Wan's like, not quite. Not quite. Um, yeah, not, and then, uh, Tyler, you said at one point... Um, somebody, uh, Padme said dreams... Or No, who is, who is Anakin talking to when he says, like, somebody says dreams pass to him? Uh, he's talking to Obi-Wan. Yeah, so Obi-Wan says dreams pass, and then you, you <laughs> added the sentence, dreams pass in time, as do mothers. <laughs> <laughs> As do mothers. As do mothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just so grim. I remember when my mother was killed on my planet. I laughed and laughed and laughed. It's Stu John. It's Stu John. The Daily Show Planet is what they called it. Oh, God. I sound like Ringo. Peace and love, peace and peace love. Peace and love. It's not far off. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, is there anything you want to talk about and specifically about this movie? I mean, not really. I mean, <laughs> not really. So many. I mean, the the best part of this one is just seeing a bunch of the minor characters that, in my opinion, you know, get better stories in the expanded stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the books, comics, and stuff that have been written, like Kit Fisto. Um, yeah, Kit Fisto with his smiley face, ear to ear grin, ear to ear grin, just for force pushing down C three PO slash battle droid. Um, <laughs> What does he scream when, like, he's, like, slightly possessed by a battle droid at one point? <laughs> he Di- says, die Republic dogs or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, Je- or Jedi dogs. Yeah, die, die Jedi dogs. Die Jedi dogs. My word. What am I saying? <laughs> die Jedi dogs. It's very funny. It's good. Yeah. His real opinion is coming out. C-3PO is good. This is maybe the most he gets to do until, like, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. He's yeah. hanging around, like, in episode three. He's like, oh, my. What are we going to do? Yeah. R2 gets more to do, I guess, even. Yeah. Stay with the ship, R2. Um, yeah, I can't even really talk about this movie like a normal person. It's just been such a part of my life for so long. Mm. Um, I can't really. I don't know. Um, I can just nitpick little things. But uh, going back to the CG, um, things that work really well. Uh, there's a shot uh, where Mace Windu approaches Count Dooku from behind. And like puts lightsaber out and is like, this party is over. And yes. I remember how cool that line was. It's good. Um the walk-up shot, like the over-the-shoulder, is like a completely CG Mace Windu, mm-hmm. uh, which I never noticed until recently, uh, until like the CG artist on Twitter was talking about it. <laughs> um, yeah, when you pointed that out, I was like, oh, I would have never noticed that if you didn't mention it. And it's kind of sad. Not at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of shadowy, but like it looks good. And um, all the Count Dooku fight and everything, there's so much face replacement stuff that like you don't notice. Even though it's twenty years old, like yeah. I don't know, they did. They did I a didn't good notice job. anything. I was like, I thought that was all Christopher Lee swinging his sword around. Yeah. What What are your guys' favorite? Some of your favorite moments in in this movie? Because I think for all the crap you can give this movie, there's still a lot of. Uh, there's still good in him. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, I would say the Coliseum scene's probably my favorite overall. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. big fan of the all three of the creatures: the Reek, the Acklay, and the Nexu. Um, those are really cool creatures and they just, they, they look cool and it's, you know, all, all, all the Jedi in that scene, just seeing them all together. Um, yeah. And, and then also just the, the duel between Yoda and Dooku is, you know, Yoda doing his backflips every other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the scene where Connery sees, says that he saw Yoda's abs. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an imprint of his abs under his cloak, I swear. And I rewinded it. I'm like, no, you didn't. That's just his robes. And no, it's his abs bursting through. You think he's just really swole? He's super swole, dude. Shows you don't need a red meat diet to be. He's he, <laughs> Yoda's his a buff pure, vegan. His pure guac diet. <laughs> it's just like you poke it, it's just like sludge pudding packs. It's like, <laughs> like they look like abs, but they're not. <laughs> There were like storage containers. What's your least favorite moment, Taylor? Mm. Um, probably the I hate sand scene. <laughs> yeah, it's I rough. mean, it's pretty rough. Although it's, sometimes that's just my like fa- sand. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes fair. To be fair, though, it's my favorite scene just because of how bad it is. <laughs> um, 
It's always a good good laugh. Nice. There is that when the other scene, not that sand scene, but when he slaughters the uh, Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. And he's like really upset on <laughs> uh, doing his monologue. There's that <laughs> Sith choral singing, which always rules. It's like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Palpatine music. Yeah, it is. It's the Darth Plagueis song. Oh, is it? Kind of. It's from Return of the Jedi, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Jango Fett gets wrecked. <laughs> totally destroyed. <laughs> kind of a bummer that he also just dies kind of like Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I guess he has a little bit more to do. He fights Obi-Wan at least. So yeah. So give him something. But What's your favorite and least favorite parts, Tyler? Mine? Yeah. Uh... One of my favorite parts is for pure camp value is when Anakin is uh, riding on the big flea <laughs> and falls <laughs> over and like it looks like he got crushed or something. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like even as a child that looked so weird. It really did. Like of all the creature designs, they just made him look like a big like flea that like had just uh, or a tick that had just sucked up a bunch of blood. Yeah, it's like a bloodborne monster. <laughs> And then Padme is worried, and then Anakin flips over, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> You and, thought I was dead! And then he immediately starts talking about pro-fascist ideology. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it really is. It's like, how hard did you hit your head, Anakin? <laughs> Not at all. should have hit it harder. <laughs> um, uh, but actually, good stuff. Um, I really like um, some of the visuals. Like, like I said before, when he goes off... Um, on the speeder to go rescue his Shmi. Uh, <laughs> he, it, they're just talking, two shadows are talking to each other, Padme and Anakin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a very artistic way. Like, this could be very flat and boring if it was just them talking. Yeah. But it's an interesting way to make it more, int- uh, more com- uh, engaging and compelling. Uh, you don't see that. I don't see a lot of movies that use little shot selections like that. True. Um, then he takes the speeder bike out and talks to the Jawa at like dusk. Mm-hmm. That's a good shot. Um, and I just, that's one of my favorite shots in all of Star Wars. Just mm. there's some green hue from like the lights on the sand crawlers with like the sun set behind them and Anakin and the Jawa in a pure silhouette. I think it's just like a really great, like massive wide shot. It's yeah. really beautiful. It's like, Oh, I would like, I want that framed. Yeah, that's supposed to be really cool. <laughs> Somebody did like an oil painting of that or something mm. <laughs> or a watercolor. Beautiful. Or uh, chalk, or <laughs> or 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 <laughs> yeah, just anything. You just want the medium, <laughs> yeah. color good. pencil. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. And s- just on that note, th- the one last thing is uh, when Anakin is fighting Dooku, um, they're dueling, and then Anakin breaks the uh, the electric the electric pipe. Yeah, <laughs> What's right. it called? the electricity pipe. <laughs> yeah, and all the lights go out, and it's just <laughs> close ups. It's very uh, impressionistic. It's just Count Dooku's face with red on it and Anakin's mm. face with blue on it as the lightsabers swing around them. Yeah. It's just like a classic old like lighting trick, and it I just love it so much. I love that like little like more out there mm-hmm. um, artistry amongst this giant uh, story that has to like uh, that has to do things to entertain an audience at the same time. But I guess maybe the, some of those things go with George Lucas had like these are still independent movies. Like he basically left the DGA so he could like direct his own movies mm. without any like studio uh, besides his own. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Assumed complete control. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Connie? Uh, this is tough. I know my least favorite scene is when he's throwing a tantrum at Padme when she's packing. I think it's he's the most like petulant and stupid in in the yeah. entire movie. 
where you like he goes from like blaming Obi-Wan to saying, I'm the best, I'm the strongest Jedi in the world, blah, 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 and then like pouting on her bed and her being like, I think she and they, I think she has you've really grown up, huh, Anakin? And he's like, I have, haven't I? I'm like, I I would argue you haven't. What if Anakin had the same haircut from Phantom Menace? Ah, he had a big bowl cut? Yeah. <laughs> It'd probably be worse. <laughs> I prefer the rat tail, to be honest. Yeah. And then my favorite parts are you know, I have always been a fan of the whole like chase sequence that they do with the assassin lady. Yeah. Do you like it, that part? Yeah, that's the, all yeah, that that's stuff a good is really scene. good. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, yeah, it's like a classic car chase but yeah. in uh four dimensions. <laughs> and, I, and I think Anakin and Obi-Wan have some good rapport throughout the entire throughout the entire chase where it's like their relationship is budding, obviously being like friends and stuff too because they have history and the fact that Anakin has like jumped out of cars before. <laughs> what, what does Obi Wan say? Like, I don't mind flying. What you're doing, doing is suicide. suicide. <laughs> and then Anakin just jumps off. He's like, I hate it when he does that. Yeah, I hate it when he does that. And then earlier he's like, Why do I think you'll be the death of me? And it's like, ooh. ooh. And then there's that scene where they're sitting in the car. He's like, Well, Anakin, some shortcut that was. You lost. <laughs> he's him. really. And then yeah. Anakin looks so like upset. I'm sorry, Master. It's like this shows just how completely in cotton. Then he jumps out. And he's like, I hate it when he does that. Which implies like he's chewed him out. He just like jumped out a window or something. It's he's just, like, Nah, I don't want to talk. Yeah, done. You can really see with stuff like that how Obi Wan isn't the right master for Anakin. Oh yeah, and it's like, oh, Qui Gon is sorely missed. Um, and with Count Dooku, it seems like Count Dooku legitimately misses Qui-Gon. He's like, he really oh, does. my bud, my old apprentice. We were we were cool before all this. Yeah, like We would talk about the living force and hang out and smoke a <laughs> doobie. It was great. Play our slither horns. Play our slither horns. <laughs> um, Taylor, do you, I asked you a little bit before, but do you think Qui-Gon would join Count Dooku, as Count Dooku says? I think there's a 50-50 shot at it, at least. I mean... Yeah. Qui-Gon definitely saw things his own way and didn't really want to do what the council wanted. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he would have become a Sith, but... Yeah, I really like to to like think about Qui-Gon and Dooku's relationship. Yeah. It, um, are there any comics of that or anything? I don't think yet. There's a Dooku book. No, Yeah, there's a Dooku book, but that's more about before, before his time with Qui-Gon when he's still... Um, when he's Yoda's apprentice, right, and um, he still like is a count technically. And yeah, he has and, to, like, and let it's it got go him and, and uh, Jedi Master Sifo Dyas. Sifo Dyas. He's been dead for t- over ten years. <laughs> it's basically them, their friendship, and then how uh, Dooku pretty much betrays him. Oh, um, well, I want to see a way to go, Dooku. I want to see a Dooku Qui Gon comic or a book really, yeah, really bad. I've always wanted that. It's like one of the stories I want the most. Because that would be really fun. Just two old bearded men hanging out. I, I don't think they'd be old at that point. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> well, Dooku might, but yeah, Qui-Gon pro- would definitely be younger. He'd probably be in his 40s, and then Qui-Gon be maybe in his early 20s, like Padawan, Jedi Master kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, it'd be fun. I forgot one shot that I have to talk about is the clones oh. shooting into the sandstorm with mm. the droids shooting into the sandstorm. That whole giant battle scene is so cool yeah it's like the biggest battle i think you see in all of star wars that was gonna be my other favorite moment um not counting this <laughs> 10 billion ships that show up at the end of rise of skywalker <laughs> yeah. um the one the revenge of the sith there the giant battle above coruscant is huge but it's a space battle you yeah know? but this is the biggest like land battle you see and um yeah it's very good that shot in particular is also very uh impressionistic Ooh. expressionistic a specialistic. 
surrealistic. <laughs> Just saying things now. Acoustic. <laughs> Electronic. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Thank you. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, it might be for the best. We're an hour 20. You did it. We did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mace Windu finally gets to do stuff in this movie. He shows his purple lightsaber, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's there, there's things you can dislike about this movie. I don't think it's perfect, but I do enjoy watching it from time to time. Yeah, you know, this is the first time I've seen this movie in probably years. But, you know, because episode three is my go-to Star Wars movie, to be totally honest. Yeah. Did you still have a good time watching this? Oh, yeah, I still had a great time watching it. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, well, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts on Attack of the Clones and where it stands in the Star Wars canon and in your own personal interests? <laughs> Taylor? Yeah, it's always worth a watch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll watch it again in, like, a couple months, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I probably overly watch Star Wars movies, but... It's not possible. Fine. Do what you love, man. Exactly. Yeah. Watch Star Wars. Watch Star Wars as much as you can. What about you, Connery? Well, you know, it's a fun movie. It's silly at times and has some of the coolest moments in the Star Wars series, but it's got nothing on my true love, episode three, which I've been so excited to cover for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Me too. And finally, you, my friend. Um, yeah, it's something that I won't really ever, like, it's it's one of my less watched uh, Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't dislike it, and I really like the idea of the Detective Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah, it's good. That's great. Um, I'd like to see more detective and Kind of like in the Batman. We finally see the Batman detect yeah, stuff. and be a detective. I kind of like the idea of seeing more Jedi doing, like, on-the-ground stuff. Like, even in Phantom Menace, the plot necessitates that, like, it's getting closer to war and mm-hmm. everything. I'd like to see, like, Jedi before that, like, doing, like, just, like, doing peacekeeping stuff and, like, solving crimes or whatever. Do you think that will be, like, Obi-Wan, the TV show kind of plot, or he'll be more, like, on the ground? Uh, He'll definitely be more on the ground, but I think he'll be on the run. Yeah. You know? What do you think? Well, Oh, yeah. Since, since we are planning for the Obi-Wan show coming out soon, mm-hmm. in part why we're doing the prequels, what do you, what do you looking, what do you hope to be in there, Taylor? Um, I mean, it'd be, it's going to be really cool to see. I want to see kind of how he is aging yeah. during that time frame. Um, Cause he's still only like 40 something. Yeah. When he, he dies, he's 57. That's pretty rough. <laughs> like, yeah. He had a rough 50. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was out in the desert for 22 yeah. years. So. Yeah. So, I mean that I want, I want to see how some of the different, uh, I want to see how they're going to bring Vader into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if they're actually ever going to have any scenes together in the show mm. or if Vader is going to be more just with the inquisitors. Mm. Um, they better have a scene together. I'm going to really peeved off they don't have a scene together. Oh, they will. There's supposed to be a duel, I think. I think oh. it's promised that there's a duel. Thank God. Yeah. When so the, last time I met you, I was only the apprentice. Now I am the master. Yeah, so I guess, I, guess, I, I guess he's still <laughs> considering himself an apprentice at this point. Yeah. <laughs> a Sith so. apprentice. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, he's still the apprentice even then. I guess. But, you know, maybe just consider himself a learner of the dark side at that moment. And now he's... By the, the time they meet again, he's mastered the ways of the dark. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see some of the minor people that were in it. Um, like, uh, what's his face? Um, Owen Lars from it, from right. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. played by... Uh, I had it and I forgot. <laughs> don't remember the name of the actor. Uh, he's in a bunch of stuff, though. Um, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, he had such a minor role in the original movie, but now they're bringing him back and he's going to have a bigger role, obviously. Great. Um, and, you know, I really liked some of the stuff that he's done. Like, he did a, the movie Warrior, which is, like, a MMA movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like MMA at all, but I really enjoyed that movie because mm. um, it was him and Tom Hardy. So, Yeah, he's a he's a really good director, too. Um, what was that? What's the thing I saw? Uh, oh, The Gift. That's a pretty fun, like, messed up movie. The Gift is great. That he directed. Um, there's two movies called The Gift. Which... Uh, I'm talking about the one with uh, Michael Bluth. Yes. Yeah, yes, I love that movie. I remember I saw that with Jacob. I was like, that was crazy. Yeah, it's good. really, really crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joel Edgerton wrote it. He co-produced and directed it. Oh, wow. He's great. Yeah, and uh, he also did Boy Erased, which uh, Lily saw, I think, in theaters. And she said it's good, but just a lot to yeah. take in. It's it's really That's the one about bleak. like the... Uh, like conversion therapy, like conversion therapy camps. Yeah, that looked yeah. really bleak. I was like, I don't think I need to see that. <laughs> yeah, I always will remember the gift because Michael Bluth will always be like, "Hey, Gordo," like he's, he used oh, yeah, to call yeah, him Gordo. Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, to wrap it all up, uh, one any final thoughts? Well, yes, I you... did mine. Never mind. <laughs> I'm being a jackass. Go. Yeah, as petulant as Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to wrap it all up, I'll have one last fun fact. One last fun fact to wrap it all up. The name Dooku was based on the Japanese word doku, meaning poison. In the Galician and Portuguese languages, doku, pronounced exactly as in dooku, means from the ass of the ass. Uh, for this reason, dooku's name was changed to Dukan in Brazil. Poison of the ass. I, <laughs> Yoda can relate with all that guacamole and marks. All right. On that note, everybody, thanks for listening. Taylor, do you have anything to plug? Shake said no. Read more Star Wars. Yeah, re- read more Star Wars. Watch the animated shows. Nice. Perfect. Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast where me and four other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. You can find it on the Apple Podcast app or on SoundCloud. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tiami Vice. Uh, Follow us on Franchise Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com for any sh- like movies you want us to cover, franchises, of course. Uh, or, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's literally the name of the show. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> any movies you want us to cover that have to do with the franchise. Or if you have any questions, comments, uh, fan fan mail. Fan art. I wouldn't say fan mail, but please send us fan art. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, email us whatever you want. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us grow the show. Thank you to Grayson Hans for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. And until next time, I guess I was wrong. I guess there's no danger at all. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.